Hello, witches, and welcome to the House of Odd, season two. Okay, here we go, right? I am Nalaya Oddly, and while you are here, I will be your fairy witch mother. Please mind the torches. They, they don't like it when you put stuff in their eyes. Thanks. All right. I have been busy adulting. More magic is needed still, but that's kind of the way the planet turns. 2022 is here. Granted, it's it's felt really, really tense for me. I don't know why, but to be honest with you, it really has been less dramatic than like, oh, I don't know, the dumpster fire that we know as 2020 and the aftermath 2021. I'm crossing my fingers on this one. The stars don't seem to be aligned for that wish, though. We'll see what happens, right? So, never mind all of that. We have witch shit to do and places that need going and puppets that need making and rocks to find to hide under. Just kidding. Well, no, not really. I don't think I'm kidding on that one. No, 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 I'm not kidding. I, I, I like rocks. I, I also like to live under them. Um, ah, speaking of New Year's, um, last year's wrap up was glorious. You guys. Oh my God. I love you. <clears throat> so yeah, you know that thing that Spotify do the end of, end of year wrap up they do for your like listening habits or if you're like a podcaster they they show you your podcast stuff. Yeah, I learned something about you guys. Nah, 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 nah. So I learned something I most especially love about you guys. You all are keeping me company in the dark. Oh, thank you. I love that. Huzzah. Okay, no real glass was harmed in this. Um, now moving on. We got witch stuff. Stuff and things. Things and stuff. Let's go. So. <coughs> excuse me. Speaking of said thingies. Tonight, we are going to be talking a little bit about why it's stupid amounts of important to own your narrative. I mean, not just like own it, like, you know, this is what I did, blah, 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 blah. No, this is, this is yours. Don't, don't let any political agenda, don't let any, you know, identitarian, you know, idea, illism, or or anything, anything. If it, if it does not resonate with you, throw that garbage out for the love of Gaia. I don't care how popular you think it's going to make you in, in social media or or wherever. If it doesn't resonate, don't pick that garbage up. It, it ain't yours, right? So there we go. That's what we're going to talk about tonight. Um, that's pretty much what I got right now. I don't have any, you know, this episode is brought to you by blah, 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 and card, blah, blah. No, I don't have any of that tonight. I do apologize. Uh, that will be returning, but I just definitely didn't want to take up too much of your time tonight. I, you know, I've got a, a little bit of a body here. Um, you know, you guys are wonderful. Thank you so very much for spending some time with me. 
let's get on with the show. There is a lot of competition for your attention, witches. Not all of it is benign, as most of us well know. Yes, that is gaslight you smell. A lot of it. And over the last couple of years, we've, we've seen this to be true on a lot of different levels of society, left and right. It's thick. It's real. And the only way to make the crazy stop is to stop feeding the monster power. So the key to that is to remember where power actually lies. And with that particular statement, I am going to call attention to a particular piece of fairy tradition we use in our circle call. And it is probably very familiar in general to the rest of witchcraft society. As we are calling and pulling everything together with our circles, we say by the center, that is the circumference of all, so must it be. Okay. By the center. Let's break this down. By the center, which is the circumference of all, so must it be. is your circle which is yours yours alone it's literally you versus tiktok versus social media versus the news versus the gaslight versus all of these other things that are just out there screeching for your attention. Now, wow, it's hard to think these days, huh? Yeah, me too. But the one thing that keeps bringing me back is that that one piece, the center that is the circumference of all, that is me, me. I, I have to choose my brain food, right? So do you, because why? Your energy is going to flow to where the tension goes. So if your attention is scattered to the winds, probably not gonna accomplish much other than going to work, eating, breathing, and sleeping. Now, that doesn't real, really feel like living to me, going to work, eating, breathing, and sleeping. That, that feels like something else. The solution to that would be to bring the energies back, all of it. Just because it's vying for your attention doesn't mean you have to give it. Yeah, these things are bad. They will get sorted out just if we have seen them get sorted out over time. Is it imperative we move quicker and with more common sense on certain things? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. lots of it. But the point here is energy flows where attention goes. Makia, Huna basics, right there. Heart, right there, the heart of fairy. Some of these things are, are just like embedded and, and some of the Huna principles, they're there. Makia, energy goes, energy flows where attention goes. So 
I don't want to focus on the gaslight anymore. Am I angry that there that there's like this whole populace that is divided because of it? Yeah. But being angry about it isn't going to help me or anybody else. It's just going to chew everything up and cause more divide, I think. So one of the things I did really, really early on in the pandemic is I made brick dust. I made red brick powder, red brick dust. Yes, magic. Now, the reason why I did this, and, and this was like, you know, pre, pre-Trump January 6th riot. And I say riot because it was certainly not an insurrection. It's definitely not planned enough. Definitely not. Nobody is being charged with treason or insurrection. It was a riot. I mean, fuck, some of those people were invited in. Okay. Just being real. But before that, I had broken out with a brick. I was kind of hoping to get get my hands on one of those bay bricks for this, but that didn't happen. Um, so a hearth brick had to do. Now, being a fairy witch, you know, I'm very aware of, you know, iron pentacles sort of things. And iron is definitely something that is loaded in these bricks. It's, it's just in the clay that these things are made of. It's what, part of what makes them so strong and so durable and everlasting the way that they have. I mean, entire societies like rose and fell and crumbled and the brick is still there, okay? So brick, we, we literally build our foundations upon it. So it's, it's a mindful thing that we use it in our magic the way that we do. I used this as a focusing as, um, of this is what I wanted to focus on. I wanted, I wanted to focus on seeing the facts, what was really there in spite of all of the rabble rousing. So, so anyway, um, but to the point of this, I was choosing my focus. I didn't have control over, you know, any of the narrative that was being written and broadcast over all of the media and social media networks. I didn't have control of how any of that was being told. What I did have control of is, you know, digging, becoming curious about why these things were being said, what the facts actually were, how I really felt about the facts that were being presented. And that required being able to separate from that, filling the void of what I was removing. So for a while, I literally removed a lot of what I call my brain diet. I removed a lot of news. I removed a lot of, you know, social media scrolling. That's probably why some of these are disjointed. Um, but, you know, I, I just removed a lot of things and tried to fill the void with other things that I actually did want to put my attention upon. You know, I wanted to put my attention upon things like, um, building, you know, a stronger vagus nerve within myself, becoming more resilient emotionally and psychologically. I wanted to focus on being able to 
be more flexible in how I navigate through this world and being able to, you know, do more of the things that I want to do instead of doing just the things I needed to survive. That sort of mentality is where I was going with that. And a lot of garbage had to go. And it was good for me. It's still good for me. I do have relapses where I do find myself doom scrolling and it's horrifying, but I have eliminated that kind of behavior by getting a folding phone. Yes, I can fold up my beautiful large screen and put that bad girl away because nobody needs that kind of overload every single day. No one. Nobody. Not you, not me. No, no, no. Just because you smell the gaslight doesn't mean you have to go look at it and listen to it more. No, that's not the solution. The solution is to, these are the facts. This is what I'm going to do about it. Have a nice day. Don't play the rescue game. Okay, the rescue game inevitably will always end up in a circular firing squad, which is why it will die all by itself because less and less people will want to play because they see that everybody's getting shot. Therefore, nobody wants to play. Right. Okay. So I don't have to be sitting in the middle of this game, this particular rescue game, because I've already had my own to, I, I, you know, we're okay. Well, let's explain what the rescue game is. Okay. It's actually, you know, important to be able to identify in order to be able to like pull away from now the rescue game, you have like three players or three groups of players, three kinds of players, right? You have the aggressors, you have the victims, and you have the rescuers. All right. Then in this game, there are only three kinds of people. There is no nuance whatsoever in this game. None. And understanding this game may actually help you navigate some of the things that are going on in our own world. Because the rescue game is very predominant on many levels. So... Let's start by describing the roles that are being played by these characters in the rescue game. Let's start with the big bad wolf of this game, the aggressors. Dun, dun, dun. So this particular character in this game can only do one thing. Victimize other people for their personal gain. That's all they can do. That's the only role they can fit in. And everything, I mean, everything they do has to be interpreted as oppressing and victimizing the victims, right? That's all they can do. Those are the rules. Nothing, there's no nuance. Keep that in mind. The victims, their role in this game is to suffer. Everything they do and say and react to is suffering and must be interpreted by everybody involved as suffering. No nuance. All right. Now, the more complicated character in this game is the rescuer. Now, the rescuer, again, no nuance has one of two roles. As the rescuer, 
you can either empathize with the victim and support them, or you can punish the aggressor. No nuance. And also no nuance, the rescuers are always interpreted as the good guys. Doesn't matter what they do, doesn't matter what they say, doesn't just they're always the good guys. No nuance. So as you can see, as the game gets played, nuance gets lost and therefore so does truth, which comes in the ability for people and factions to create narratives that may not be beneficial to actual existence. Which is why as the center, which is the circumference of all, of your life, you gotta choose. You gotta choose your brain food. Maybe even your gaslight, I don't know. Um, but that brings up the other problems here. What do you interpret as gaslight? Because that could be perspective too. And maybe not entirely based on fact, I don't know. Oh, it is so messed up. But anyway, the reasons why these are important is because there are powers that be that understand that energy flows where attention goes and they want your energy. I don't feel like giving it to them, do you? Yeah, I got things to do. Witches, we got shit to do and it doesn't have anything to do with anybody else's like political agenda, okay? Fuck off. This is my energy. I'm going to determine where it goes and so should you. Makia, right? Only you own you. Now, as a circumference of all, there are certainly things that influence us individually. Um, we are not little islands making our own little independent decisions. We are certainly influenced. <coughs> we are influenced by the society we are steeped in from like the day we start breathing here. We are influenced by our families before we start breathing here. And we are certainly, as some of us are initiated into certain traditions, we are informed and influenced by the energies of that initiation. And all of that is thrown in the center, which is you, the cauldron, and how you interpret it and how you decide you want to move it forward. And with a society right now that seems intent upon grabbing your attention for whatever you know gain they perceive, this is this is important for us to like really grab a handle on. It's like do where do I want my attention to go? And how do I stop allowing society and everybody else from robbing it from me and robbing me of my sovereign right to choose how I move my path forward, how I write my narrative, my story. Now, I prefer to base my, my inner story and being on facts, on events of my life. 
you know, that, that seems to do me pretty good. Um, I also, you know, borrow from fairy tales and folklore as, you know, every other witch does. And I weave all of that into this cauldron that is me and I move my path forward um, as best I can as, as, you know, as all of us are. It does make the navigation easier when you can relate it to a fairy tale of some sort. Why? Well, because fairy tales show you how you can endure. They show you how to endure so you can slay the dragon down the road. You know, sometimes it really is, you know, trading space for time sometimes, coming up with a plan, you know, building your resources, building your skills, building your understanding of the landscape, etc. right? You need to know that stuff. Well, we all write our own inner narratives. But sometimes I wonder, because I catch even these things leaking into my own narrative, how much of it was written by social media? How much of it was written by the news? How much of it was written by, uh, you know, by people who wanted to stir violence, hate, and fear? Yeah, I don't, I don't like those ideas. I don't like the idea that somebody who has contempt for me as a person might be trying to write the story of my life. I'm pretty sure none of you like that idea either. So take control of how you move your personal narrative forward. You can do so with fairy tales. You can do so with pop culture. The, the point of, of these fairy tales that we tell ourselves is to tell us where we're at in the story and how to navigate forward. We all have our favorite fairy tales. We're all subconsciously drawn to them and every culture has a fairy tale that, or, or many fairy tales that get swapped around like collector's cards in the firelight, you know? It's great, you know, ghost stories, folklore, urban legends, you know, great stuff, all of it, you know? Sometimes these stories pass on a trick that may have saved you from a bad situation taught by a coyote or a crow. Not all of our teachers in these stories are human. But the point is, is to choose where your energy is going by choosing your brain food. Choose the stories that you want to embrace, the ones that make sense to your life. Become curious when things don't make sense. Go find the facts. Follow those facts. Don't follow the hype, because I think we've seen that a lot of it has not been real and been poorly substantiated by any real fact. Find a path that is going to help you navigate this crazy in a manner that leads you to truth, 
so that you, your life makes sense. Now, there is a lot of competition for your, for your attention. And not everybody deserves your attention. Not everything deserves your attention. Sometimes it's just a bad idea and should just wane away. The other thing that I think is pertinent to remember is that those who wish to repeat a thing will control the teaching of its history. Now that's that's an axiom made or that's an axiom from a made up culture in a novel, a fairy tale, right? Some of us can even hear what I am saying right now and go, ooh, 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 Hermione, put your hand down. Really? Just kidding. I love you, Hermione. You're awesome. But the point is, is that Dune, Dune's just as much a guiding fairy tale as Baba Yaga and Vasilisa the Brave. Those things have power. What are you consuming? Are you choosing it? Are we doom scrolling? I was. I sometimes still catch myself doing it. Well, maybe it's time for a brain diet. So, if you're up for the game, here we go. Brain diet involves going through for the next 48 hours and writing down everything your brain consumes, everything you read, whether it's news, social media, um, legal briefs, politics, whatever, whatever it was, whatever you put in your brain, just like, just like when you're like trying to figure out what you're allergic to when you're like eating, this is the elimination diet. We're going to figure out everything you're going to put in your brain. You write it down for the next 48 hours. After, without judgment even, okay? Don't judge anything you wrote down. Just, you know, fact. I watched this. I read this. I heard this. Blah, blah, blah. Just, you know, keep a log of it, a running log for the next 48 hours. After that, I want you to sit down and I want you to just examine how do I feel right now? Physically, emotionally, psychologically, just how do I feel? Okay, and understand how you feel right now could be a direct result of what you've been feeding your brain. Makia, your energy is going to flow where your attention goes, and these things are energy sinks. Oh, well, okay, if these are energy sinks and my energy is being going to this, how can we make this make me feel good? How can we make this make this productive, right? So here we are. You now have taken an assessment of how you feel in relation to what you've been putting in your food or, or in your brain, sorry. So you take this list of everything that you've put in your brain and I want you to cross off the top three things that just curdle your brain like sour milk. Things that make you scream inside. If you look at it and it makes you scream inside, cross it off, done. And then I want you for the next 48 hours to not do that thing, which means that, okay, another universal principle here in action. 
Nature abhors a vacuum. So if you're going to cross things off your list, what are we going to do? We're going to have to fill that void. All right. So we've crossed some things off that are sucking up your attention. What do you, where do you want your attention to go? Choose those three things and substitute those three things. Go another 48 hours. How do you feel? Okay. Any improvement? Perfect. Next three things. And just go through it like that. You know, it's a, it's a constant process. You know, I, I constantly take evaluation of what, a, what I'm putting in my brain. Um, and sometimes I look at that list and I go, wow, feeling a little masochistic today? Woo, girlfriend. All right, have mercy. Okay. Now, as witches, of course, there is always magic that we were going to want to do. You feeling pissed off about shit you accidentally put in your brain? Great! Grist for the fodder. Here we go. Or, I'm sorry, grist for the mill is how that saying actually goes. Got a brick? Got a hammer? Got a space where you can, like, whack a brick? Okay. Well. Okay. That's still focusing. You're working out physical frustrations and you're creating a magic piece with red brick powder. You're taking a brick and you're making, you're going to be making magic of it later. And right now you're alleviating stress with it. I'm actually going to go ahead and post my brick working on my Instagram so that you can take a look at it. Um, it's, it's pretty much just, you know, the seining and working and the making of the brick powder itself. What you do with the brick powder, of course, later is in the heart of the witch. Again, the circumference of all is the center. It's you. It's your cauldron. Society may influence. Your tradition may influence. Your family may influence. Um, there's all kinds of influences, even, even the, your physical being, you know, has influence on your center, you know, but it's your center and we do have a modicum of control of what gets put into our cauldron or, or how we frame it, how we move forward in it. You know, I'm coming from a trauma-informed space. You know, I I differentiate and clearly demark differences between victims and survivors. My my line on that is: victims are dead, survivors. We're still here. Now, the trick to being a survivor is. Learning to do more than survive. Because, you know, one day we all like to thrive. That's all where where we really want to go. We we need to learn how to grow and thrive. And in order for you to do that, you have to know what's good for your cauldron. And maintain your cauldron. Good, good energetic maintenance, good uh good brain food hygiene is also required. So Take control of your own narrative. This is your life, your story. You need to be aware of what your story is to understand where you are in it. 
so you don't end up playing the rescue game or somebody else or playing to somebody else's agenda. You can and should Bruce Lee your way through this place. Throw out what is not working for you and keep what does. This is important. This is your life. You get to write that story. Thank you ever so much for stopping into the House of Odd today. Again, I am Nalaya Oddly, and I am your very much witch mother while you are here. I do hope that I have given you some things to think about and maybe some adjustments that might make your life a little bit more sane because the crazy out there is real. Trust me, it is. Um, as usual, you can always reach out to me at somethingoddly at gmail.com. Yeah, you know, old-fashioned email. God, is it old-fashioned now to email people? Uh, I think maybe it is. Oh, my God, I'm old. All right. And if you would like to follow my random madnesses, you can always follow me at Mrs. Oddly on Instagram. All little letters. And let's see here. What else? I don't know. I still... I'm still leaving the offer on the table for any of you who would like to have a tarot reading. You can always ask me a question and I'll do a quick read for you. No worries. It'll, it'll, it's not going to be like this whole big deal. It just, it'll be like this probably three card read. Um, I may actually open things up later down the road for, you know, full, you know, half hour and hour bookings. I will consider it as the year moves forward and as, you know, as I can assess how much energy I really have to devote to that. Again, thank you so very much for stopping into Odd. I do hope that your evening is wonderful and please, please, please have a delicious midnight. It and dawn. Witch out, babes. Take care of you. To the witch game. Nah.